What's up? I'm Ayla. Hi, I'm Beth Ann. And this is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We are thrilled. Thrilled, ecstatic. Ecstatic. We're working on our vocabulary because we were just way too excited last season. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> but as always, we are thrilled because we have some special guests on the podcast today. I was introduced to these guys because as English speaking fans of BL, you're always looking for English content and none other than Raikan Topani Philippines is truly the best place to get that content. So, so please welcome our fellow fans from the Philippines, Raikan Topani. Hi, hi, hi everyone. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> My Ready name is Jane. I'm I'm the president and, of course, um, the host of Raikan Live Experience of Raikan Top in the Philippines. Ali? All right. So my name is Ali. I am the cutie human of Raikan Top in the Philippines. And I am one of the co-hosts of P. James during our Raikan Live Experience and Raikan Live Experience exclusives. Hi, guys. I hope you're doing well right now while listening to us. Yes. Yes. This is going to be fun. So fun. We love your energy. We try to just have fun while chatting That's about the brand. something we love. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's jump into it. We want to play a little bit of a game. We're going to do some get to know you questions. So Ooh. first up, tell me personally, how did you get into BLs and what was the first show you watched? Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> For me, I, I started as a BL fan way back in 2016. So it's been a long time already since I've been a BL fan. So the first uh, BL series that I really got to watch was uh, Grey Rainbow. Uh, and it was my special request in the Raikan Live experience to really talk to Nut and Karn. Because I really want to talk to them about the episode 4. <laughs> like, why did you do this to us? And um, that's really my special request all throughout our season in the Raikan Live experience. And it really came true. I really got to ask them why they made us all cry uh, with Grey Rainbow. So... That was a nice experience for me. And after that one, um, I watched a lot of BL series already up to now. So that's how I got into the world of BL. How that's such you? a unique <laughs> intro. Yeah. yeah, no one's ever answered with Grey Rainbow before. So I yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because um, actually one of my friends recommended that to me. Oh, uh, cool. He said that. Um, because I, I always believe that we have this one friend that will really encourage you to watch BL. Uh, I'm sure a lot of a lot of people will will agree with me that there is always this one friend that will tell you, please watch this. But that started with a prank. He said that uh, Grey Rainbow was a very fun to watch series. Oh, no. it's, it's very league. <laughs> it's very. It's, it has an, a happy ending, but I really didn't expect the twist in the last episode. So I cried and I moved on for about <laughs> one month until I watched another one. So that was very, I must say, traumatic, for lack of word, <laughs> for me to watch that series for the first time. For and the first time. Yeah. Understandable. <laughs> okay, Ali, what about you? Tell us. Oh, actually, I'm a K-pop fan and also a K-drama fan, if you may ask. But, well... 
while you know searching for some new dramas i found out about love by chance so that was august of 2018 that was my like reawakening on the bl world so if p james has that one friend who will influence him or tell him about bl um, as for me, I am that friend who will tell my other friends that, oh, watch this because this is so good. And it's something like, um, this is new to my taste. It's new to my um, eye, it's new to my surroundings, and I really love it. And I feel like this is the right genre or like this is a safe place for me. I feel so safe while watching it because, you know, um, it's very rare before. Um, to see or to watch some series or shows that will really um, relate to you or relate to your life because as part of the LGBTQIA plus community, you really don't get to have that exposure on a, on a television, on a show. And I'm really, really thankful that I really um, watched and found out about Love by Chance because after that series, after that, like, my heart is really pounding every time. And then I get to watch Sodos. I get to watch um, Kiss Me Again. You know, the other BL that we have in Thailand and also the other countries, I really get to explore them. And see, I'm here. I'm really welcome and I'm really safe under the rainbow. <laughs> so that was my, um, you know, reawakening or my entrance to the BL world. That was 2018 yeah. and Love by Chance. Yeah. That's so awesome. if you're the friend that is always telling people to watch BL, what's the BL you tell them to watch? I oh I personally told them to watch until we meet again. <gasps> you're I, evil. Stop. <laughs> I'm I so sorry. Tell, <laughs> I also tell I my friends. <laughs> Uh, for me, Ali, just to get back to that one friend who told me to yeah. watch Grey Rainbow, I always tell my friends whenever I talk to them about BL to watch until we meet again, just to get that revenge. Oh <laughs> my god. Actually. Okay, I think that Until We Meet Again is a masterpiece. I love Until We Meet Again. But it's so traumatic it, yeah. within like 10 seconds. It's a good Correct. thing I, I was like hold off on until we meet again because i got ayla into bls and started her with trapped because like that the taiwanese just set the bar and then i think i went to tarn type because i was like i don't know how to explain this it's actually an experience. so it we i watched history three trapped first yeah and then i watched love mechanics oh right we did love mechanics <laughs> But yes, she actually told me not to watch until we meet again. And it yeah, wasn't until I had other BL yeah. friends that my other BL friends were like, why have you not watched until we meet again yet? And so I finally watched it. And yes, I was so traumatized. But also it's a true masterpiece. True. So yeah. We agree. Yes. But the first few minutes of the show will really Insane. make you realize why did you even started watching? <laughs> I okay the first time I watched it I literally texted Beth Ann and I told her I was like I just imprinted on Kuhart because it opens and you like see him sobbing and immediately I was like we have to protect him I don't know what happened to him I don't know what somebody did to him but we need to fix this yeah actually on that very moment on the first episode like I just want to go to my screen and just hug him or hug them like it's fine, it's fine. I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> because oh my gosh. that was just first episode, and I'm shook that that 
that's the first day that we're gonna watch like are you serious <laughs> crazy okay, okay love we've, that. we've heard about how you got into bl so what has now become your favorite show out of all the shows what's the number one favorite <laughs> Ooh, that's hard to answer, actually, because... Maybe, like, your go-to rewatch. <laughs> Still hard. Still it's hard. Really hard for, I, I know you will agree to me, right, that it's really hard to choose from all of the stories because all of the stories that I've watched so far are really masterpieces in their own different ways. Totally. So... If you will ask me what's my go-to BL series of or the BL series that I've watched many times already, it may be um, until we meet again. I would go to that one because I've watched it around five times already since Aww. since um it it even aired. So it really resonated to me the story and how everything was because I'm a Mascom graduate. So I really love the how everything will be laid out in a in a series the cinematography i'm more passionate that of that and the story itself rather than fan boying uh, a character so um i really love how the twists are really laid out in the entire episodes and the acting of luke is really uh, whenever he cries on the scene i automatically cry <laughs> and i don't know why because his eyes maybe are very expressive and the way he throw the line even though i don't understand it uh on the onset because it's thigh but um it really touches your heart right so i think for me uh, as of the moment is still until we meet again oh my gosh i so agree i'm also a communications graduate i work in marketing in my like non-bl life <laughs> and so uh, the story on until we meet again this is why it's a masterpiece it's i mean we're not saying that omen fluke are not beautiful we're not saying that boone and Pam huh? are not beautiful but really? the twist and just the storyline yes i agree i'm so with you and yeah i I frequently say I think that Fluke is the best crier in BL. <laughs> True. Truly. I totally agree. <laughs> because there because the story really is a perfect masterpiece if you put into it because the the story itself is the masterpiece then of course match with the actors because if they cannot portray the characters really well of course the story will not be the same or will ha will not have the same in impact uh as it have to me right so i'm really um just in awe on how they really crafted the series to be emotional uh and of course be heartwarming at the same time because um you can really feel the the connection between the characters from the past life and of course the the omen fluke um characters it's just wonderful to watch yeah. So, Ali, what about you? What's your favorite show out of all the shows? <laughs> oh, my favorite show actually um, is Make It Right. But at the moment, that really, really, I really can see myself relate to is Theory of Love. You know, yeah. during that year, um, what everything that Third did for Kai just to show his love like oh my god i can see myself to third because 
way back on my high school days and my elementary days i also did that exact things you know <laughs> um as someone who is longing for love like um can someone love me um what should i do or should i do this should i go my first move like you know you'll just get into that and then as the day goes by you're just getting lazy and lazy to do whatever because nothing happens you know but at the end of the day after that effort it will really come like all that efforts will paid off but to another person you know unexpectedly someone will like come to you and show the love that um you deserve because as bjs he is a mascom graduate um and as an art and design student i also do films i also direct films i record films for school and actually i can really relate to theory of love and that is like you know whenever i will watch it before i watch it i was crying and now i am stronger because you know the pain that i have had before is like a lesson to me now like it's the lesson that i will totally learn that i will never do it again because i know i am worth it and i deserve every love that we have in this world and theory theory of love really taught me how to love myself and to really focus on what's important and that is self-love because um if you love yourself the love that you deserve will come just unexpectedly on your time and on just unexpected place i guess <laughs> so that's it um for me it's a theory of love actually i love theory of love yeah. i'm a big i'm a big fan of off so i was always gonna love <laughs> theory of love but third is such a mood when he cries in the shower every time i'm like me Ayla, me 100 percent yep 100 percent me such like, a mood uh, you like just like um you take a shower and just play a song and then just like why? Yeah. why so relatable yes so relatable so good. okay so last but not least who is your favorite ship out of all the ships who's your favorite couple <laughs> i know ali's answer <laughs> Oh, should I go first? Okay. So <laughs> um, since 2018, I never really have eyes for other actors. Like to be there, um, bias though. I I appreciate every actor, but this person is really, really into my heart, and I'm so dedicated to him. That is Ampawat. Um, <laughs> since 2018, since 2018 up to this moment, there's a lot of um talented, handsome and other BL actors, but um will really have my heart. So um whenever um whoever um um is shipped with I'm into that because I know that they will give their 100 percent both. So um we may have um none on now. So I see their chemistry and I really really love it and I just I just hope that oh, this will be a very perfect fair that we really need. So for me, at out of the at this moment, it's um none because the chemistry, the connection that they have is really a uh, chef's kiss. <laughs> so was it he's coming to me? That's that's what sold you on Om Pawat? Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> he's too. coming to me. me you too. know, um, I before i started watching make it right so that was the one that i'm so hooked up with him and then i started to watch 
um until we meet i until we meet him sorry <laughs> um he's coming to me and on that year there is no um literally same day subtitle so i just really waiting for a week just to watch another episode if you can relate to me <laughs> yeah. you know um finding source of english translation is very hard so yeah. it takes me a week to really finish the series and then i watch the jew um i watch um shipper i watch um you know just like where um is <laughs> i really support him because that's how i show love for him so yeah it was just like um and whoever with him is my ship <laughs> yeah i'm with I like you that. i yeah i would die for ohm probably he's <laughs> wonderful yes <laughs> he moves me he does he moves me really i i'm just out of words for him <laughs> i just want to cry <laughs> he's pretty great we like him we're, we're fans <laughs> we're fans yeah okay Jane, what about you what about you before before I even proceed with my answer, Ali really bought all of the merchandise of the Bod Body the series. Because oh, it's that so oh, we bought some merch. <laughs> yeah, oh, we yeah. bought some merch. We got some merch coming for sure. <laughs> like really the same day. <laughs> the same day that GMMTB, GMMTB dropped the merch for Bud Body the series, I really just like out of my head. It was midnight and I, okay, check out. <laughs> and then the same thing, I just paid it. <laughs> it was you know, worth you, it. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's how passionate Ali is when it comes to um and Love um it. he's been asking that in our Rika Lab experience to really have um a lot. <laughs> so Ali, you should watch out for it <laughs> for this yeah. year. But anyways, for me, um if you will ask me who who is my favorite couple, it's it would really be Mew and Golf. So that's my that's my main ship. Of course, I have a lot of ships. That's what BL fans do. We ship a lot. So yeah. uh, we have a lot of uh, ships. But for <laughs> me, it's really Mew and Golf because the uh, the turn time the series really uh, um, made an impact to to me because I have few friends who has the same character as type who don't like you know gays. And um, it really resonated to me that the characters, the story itself, and how they opened up with each other. Um, there is one episode in the entire series which really touched my heart, which is the episode, I think it's six, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the, the one that uh, Type realizes that he cannot sleep with a girl and um, tried to make it up with with um Mew. Uh, that's the episode that I really keep on watching and watching all over again because that's the that's the I think that's the real that's the whole plot twist of the the series or the, the climax of the series wherein he realizes that he is finally in love with someone of the same sex. And um it it really is love that you feel and um I don't know they are just magical together as a couple but of course i have a lot the second one is really chris and singto so okay. um, you know yeah mugle <laughs> really like set the ship bar standard like yeah. uh, mugle was who got, i got into when i first got into bls and i i was just like in awe of them 
They yeah. really like know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they they understand the assignment is what we like to say. Yes. For fully. Fully. Okay. We've gotten to know you guys a little bit better. Thanks for answering our questions. So now we're going to get into questions kind of about Rikantopony and about what you guys Ooh. do. So how did you guys get started with Rikantopony? Because you have two very different experiences with Rikantopony. Yeah. So we want to hear both sides. <laughs> All right. So for me, since I... Uh, started the entire um, the the entire organization or the community or the family here in, at Rican Top in the Philippines. Uh, we started as because I also work for a marketing for marketing here in the Philippines. Um, and my best friend, which is Mar, I hope is here. Um, is also working at the corporate world. So both of us are working in a corporate world. I work for Jollibee. I don't know if you know it. Or oh, if yeah. oh we do. Yeah. <laughs> there's Jollibee there. In- there is. <laughs> so I work for Jollibee as a marketing officer. And um, Mar is working for one of the biggest mall brands here in the Philippines. So um, basically, we did Rake on Top in the Philippines because... Uh, we just want to get out of our corporate sleeves and then just let our heart out. Because when you are working for the corporate world, you are really boxed to be who you are. Like they package you to be like this, tells you to do this, do that. But um, BL really paved the way for us to just express who we are and what we love to do. And being passionate about stories, since both of us are classmates before in mass communications, um, we are really passionate about giving our views, giving our insights. When we watch a series, after that, we take it, take a one-hour talk just to share our thoughts, our feelings with the series. And then I told Mar, why not we open a space, a safe space for the both of us to really speak out about what we feel? So we started the page. Mar agreed. We started the we we created the page, and then when Mar asked me, what will we name the page? So I immediately said, because, you know, I, I'm for marketing. So I said, it should be something that is, um, that you have this recall or that will be reminded of you of the series. That's where Recon Topini really started. So uh, we started that, shared our thoughts. And then afterwards, we were just shocked that people keep following us. Our community gets bigger and bigger every single day. In just one week, we are at our 5,000 followers. And then another week, 10,000 followers. It was just crazy. So um, we we told ourselves that we need more people to to be with us, to, sh- to share their passion about BL. And I think that's where Ali and the rest of the 38 people behind RP really went in to help us um, do all of this for, for everyone. That's awesome. Yeah, that's similar to kind of why we started the podcast too. Where like we're like we talk about this stuff to each other. We to each other. <laughs> Surely maybe people want to listen to us talk about this thing. Maybe not. Maybe we not. just kind of wanted to like yell at the internet yeah, about we, we we also were into K-pop, so we were like our voices, like older voices, older fangirl voices are missing from that conversation. And so when we got into this, we were like, there's definitely something to be proud of when you watch these shows. So we were like, let's tell people that it's cool to watch BL. Right. We realized yeah. that people were like ashamed of it. They yeah. wanted to keep it a secret that like, I I can't tell people I watch BLs. Yeah. And 
we decided and I literally tell everybody yeah <laughs> and so we decided well that's dumb yeah. and we're not gonna be ashamed of it because when you put that like when you're like keeping it a secret you're saying it shameful you're saying that like the yeah, stories yeah. aren't normal right like that is what you're saying when you when it's your guilty pleasure right and so we were like well what if we just talk about it because it's it's not a guilty pleasure it's yeah. just the thing you like People love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, Allie, what about you? How did you get involved with Rike and Topany? So um, I started with Rike and Topany Philippines just as a follower on their, uh, I think, 30,000 followers when they um, announced that we're on our 30,000 followers. And I'm one of that. I'm one of them. Then I found out about Rike and Topany Philippines University. And then I enrolled as a student, which is free, which is free. I belong to the faculty of MuGov because on that time, I really hooked on Tarin Type. And that was the running show on that year um, where I met a lot of people who has the same interest and passion when it comes to VL. And then Reagan Top in the Philippines um, just posted that they're hiring for a, a position for VL review expert position. And then... I said to myself, this is it. So I grabbed that opportunity and try my luck. And now I'm here. <laughs> I'm with our Reagan Top in the Philippines for one year and a month already and still enjoying things that I have been doing since day one. And now talking to you guys made me made me like go back on that time where I just so shy. I don't have that much confidence to talk to people, to face. Um, on a camera and I'm I'm really really thankful to P James and to the rest of Reckon Top in the Philippines for bringing out the best in me because that was really like you will not gonna see I think to the other um community like they'll just okay to what you're giving but they're not willing to really push you to your limits and be the best that you that you are. So I'm really, really thankful for I can top in the Philippines and P James as our mentor. So that's how I get involved to I can top in the Philippines. That was such um un un unforgettable moment. I don't believe that you were ever shy to talk to people. <laughs> I don't know if I believe this. <laughs> Please believe me. <laughs> because I was so before I was so scared to P James. <laughs> like, okay, P James is here, so let's act normal, let's act calm. And then whenever he will talk to you, I'll just like feel like, okay, okay, how do I talk to him? How do I address him? Like, you know, the shyness that I have. Then I told myself that you will not gonna go to your dream if you're shy. So go out of your shell and be just Ali, just be Ali, just be who you are because that's what people will love you, right? For being just who you are and not gonna filter what's um what's your attitude, what is your favorite. Do not filter that because at the end of the day, it, it's you that you're fooling yourself, right? So I said to myself, let's just be real and let's get it out because that will people will love you. And I think our Rikers love me. <laughs> that's awesome yeah so okay one thing we want to get into is the culture around bls in the philippines because we we kind of know right we said that you know for for the at least all of the fans that we know in america and europe and in the west that we talk to that are our listeners it's almost like 
you keep it a secret a lot of the time. And so we have seen this like explosion of Pinoy BLs coming out. But at the same time, we, we see the sort of culture reflected in the BLs that maybe it's not as mainstream as we think it is as international fans consuming it. So tell us about like, what is the culture around BLs in the Philippines? How how does the general public approach it? How do the fans approach it? What what is that like? Uh, for me, being a fan since 2016, um, the the community at that point for BL is very small. Since uh, for us, uh, since we are a very conservative country, um, it is like a how do I call it? Um, as what I've mentioned earlier, if in Encanto there is what we call, we don't talk about Bruno. Okay. Here in the Philippines, we don't talk about BL that much during those period. But uh, 2020 really paved the way to open up the conversation and to really talk about BL. I think um, for, for the Philippines, since it's the pandemic, it really allowed people to explore a lot of kind, uh, a lot of, stories right aside from the normal stories or the, the the regular stories that they often watch in in a series here in the philippines it really paved the way to let them watch other kind of genres and really uh make it to a point to open up the conversation about boys love uh because before it was really hard to explain to everyone and you are right when you said that uh, we keep it a secret and even up to now there are people who are still not that confident talking about BL and really not comfortable about talking it in the general public. Because, of course, uh, there are still people who don't um, really appreciate what the story is all about. Because at the end of the day, regardless of whoever is on screen, like what gender he or she has, uh, the story matters. The, 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 what do you call it? The plot of the story or what the story is trying to tell us that that's what matters to us. So there. And then, but 2020, uh, as what I've mentioned, really is the gateway to, to BL here in the Philippines when our mainstream media uh, talks about it already. Uh, right now, we have GMM TV series um, in, in our television sets airing and of course in one of the biggest um, streaming platform here in the Philippines which is I want TFC so that's where the Pinoy dubbed um, GMM TV series is aired so um, after that one there are a lot of production houses already exploring uh, the the BL genre like of course with the, with the names of Game Boys um, the the Gaia sa Pelicula and other BL series and I think um, right now, we have a lot of BL series already here in the Philippines. It's just a span of one year <laughs> or two years, almost two years. So uh, that really is um, for us, for me as the president of RP, um, that's really a conversation starter. And But there are still people, of course, again, who, like, for example, whenever this mainstream media in the Philippines, ABS-CBN posted or post about uh, the series if you look at into the comments there are still people who are not open to the conversation they said they they are saying that people kissing the same sex kissing it's like a uh you know they, they're talking about this all of this toxic things about about yeah. this <laughs> kind of of um series but at the end of the day again it's really the story or the the 
deeper message that this story tells us. So that's what matters for us as PL fans. And we are the, for me, our goal in RP is to really um, try to like be the, the, the bridge for those kinds of fans to open up. And of course, um, like be warm about the, the genre, the voice of genre, because it's really magical and wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. You talked a little bit just about the different Pinoy BLs that have come out in the last like year or two. And of course, with the rise of Game Boys, especially because it's on Netflix and it's so accessible and it getting, you know, international award nominations and all that kind of stuff. So have you guys seen more of an international fan base coming to Rikantopany and like interacting with you guys? And has that been surprising? And right. Because you do the fan interaction. Yeah. So you must see where in the world everyone is yeah. signing up from. Our Rikans are all over the world, actually. <laughs> um, but of course, most of our fans uh, comes from Asia, the, the Asian region. Like we are shocked when we have the Indo Indonesian fans. Uh, joining us for the Riken Live experiences or interacting with us in the comment section because I think same as with us, Indonesian fans are, uh, or the Indone Indonesia as a whole, is still a conservative country when it comes to 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 BLs. So we were shocked that we have Indone Indonesian fans, of course, Malaysian fans as well, and Thailand fans. Then for for the other regions, we also have from USA, Mexico. Uh, whenever we get to talk to them during the Raikan Live experience, because we have a pre-show that's a one-hour show prior to the actual interview with the guest artist. So that's a time that we talk to them and really get to know them on a deeper level, because for us listening to our Rikens is um, very or very valuable for us an, as an organization and as a brand because um, getting to know them and getting what they want uh, really makes our activation better uh, every single time. And talking to them is uh, um, something that I always look forward to and um, getting to know them as well. So those are the kinds of fans that we have for for I can top in the Philippines. And it's so good that we are keep on like spreading across the the world and it only shows that um people are now like talking about the genre and that's our one of our mission and of course making people happy yeah so are you do you find yourself seeing a, a trend where people are starting to request more Pinoy BL interviews because we know you focus on you know Thai, obviously Rikan um on on the Thai BLs but with this explosion like you were talking about of these Pinoy BLs and it's only been almost you know a little over a year and we have all these coming out right with Game Boys and Corin things did really well and you know we've got Rainbow Prince coming out at, like with all of these sh new shows coming out do you see from the Rikans? more requests for like Pinoy content or is are they still mostly like they they want those traditional boys um I'll answer Ali or you'll answer the question <laughs> okay you go first <laughs> okay so um as for me um the way I see it because we've done last year um during the June period or during the month of June we've done a lot of Pinoy BL interviews uh, we've done an interview with Ian Pangilinan and Paolo Pangilinan for Gaia's Pelicula, Alec and Kevin for Boys Lockdown, the series, um, Kim and Migs of um, their series, their newest series. We've 
done that because June is the celebration of the Philippines for Independence Day. So we attribute that month for Pinoy BLs. So we will yeah. also be doing that for this year. But for 2022, for us in RP, we are ready to open up the community to other kind of stories from different countries. So we have this theme for the entire year, world domination. So we'll already be opening up to other um, countries for uh, which produces BL, like, of course, Taiwan, uh, Japan. Korea is already starting their series in the BL. Yeah, so, yeah we saw we saw y'all did Alfred and David. We also ha- <laughs> had Alfred and David. I, I am probably Alfred's biggest fan Truly. on this planet. Truly. It wouldn't be an episode of Let's Talk BL if I didn't randomly bring up Alfred. Oh, for so sure. thanks or for Saturday. giving me the door for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True, because actually... When we had a chance to talk to Alfred and David, um, they are so cute together and uh, their families are already connected as well. So you can really see the connection more than being on-screen partners because that's what I appreciate when talking to uh, the guest artists because you will really see that they're more than just their characters. They are friends. They are very close friends or uh hopefully maybe more than that but <laughs> <laughs> let's hope so, that's your friends maybe they want to kiss yes <laughs> so you really you can really see their like their true self whenever you conduct interview and um it's not just the actors talking but it's them talking like they are not pretending to be who they are during interview so that's what i appreciate most when talking to our, our favorite bl couples <laughs> yeah so that leads into we love you guys's experiences that you have that include fans in talking to their favorite artists so who has been your personal favorite interview to do Oh, yeah. Who were you most excited about who were you like yeah. because we have had a few uh, of course our interview with Ompua and Nanan Korapat just came out and I mean like truly truly, the two of us both like jaw first was like pretty amazing yeah and for me it was when first like Pavel got me I didn't think he was gonna I fully when we interviewed Miggy from Game Boys because we have these mugs uh that we like drink from i was like i went to go pick it up and i was like i can't hold this mug i need to put it down (laughs) i was so nervous and i didn't know how nervous i would be for miggy so we assume the same is true for you so tell us who (laughs) who gotcha Hmm, for this um it was like who i'm most excited in the future right um for me just like what I'm talking about lately. Uh, earlier, I would love to have Omnon on our on our platform too, because who knows? Because as um as admins, you know, we actually don't know what um our gatherings and engagement team has in store for us and also for our Rikens, because you know, they really want to shock the world and also, you know, um just to give us a little more because. That makes us excite, excite more because um, they are the ones who really do the work with P. James also um, with them. And the surprise, you know, the feeling that they have is really on that, you know, because whoever who will gonna be on the show 
it will be gonna be a 100%. It was so fun. But for me, I'm most excited to interview Omnon too because let's hope for that, PJ. I'm also hoping for that because I'm so, so excited. Let's fingers crossed that was one. And then let's follow it with Earthmix, maybe with Ponpuin. Why not, right? Because yeah. um, it's all about just giving um, a happy moment to every fan and also Rikens because that was our goal since day one is to make people happy and to make all of the fans happy because as the elf fans you know i'm so excited to that so um yeah. for me for me I'm is, so is there anyone is there anyone that you have already interviewed that beforehand you were like oh my god <laughs> oh um my first one um that was i think jaffers jaffers is really um got me because after first you know it comes with jaffers and um the connection between them the chemistry that they have is really something that i'm really looking forward and also they really got me i'm so hooked to that and i really cannot forget that interview with them yeah same for us i think i was so excited when we got to talk to john first because we all just talked about it until we meet again. I was I'm a huge Peace In fan. Peace <laughs> In and Until We Meet Again, I think is the most underrated character. I love him. And so when we got to talk to them, I was like, Peace In, I'm gonna talk to Peace In. <laughs> I was so excited. Yes. So what about you? Since you're on the team and you get to plan, who are you most excited to maybe interview in the future? And was there anyone that you were like, oh my God, about? <laughs> For me, since we have a lot of um, interviews already as of the moment, I think 30, right, Ali? 30 couples that guessed our, uh, that really went to our show. It's really hard to choose who among them is like the most unforgettable one. But um, I'm speaking as a, as the, the head of RP right now. So. <laughs> no. For me, for me, the first. I have two favorites, actually. The first one is with Om and Fluke because I've mentioned earlier that I really love Until We Meet Again. And um, I I really asked them because that's our first Raiken Live Experience exclusive, which is the paid version of the Raiken Live Experience. So the RLX is the simulcasted in our Facebook page, while RLX is just for ticket holders or it's an exclusive experience for them. So when we had that interview, I really asked them why they made us cry <laughs> uh, for the for almost every episode of the series. And I got to ask um Fluke to do the Pidin, which is very <laughs> the, the, the highlight of um the entire interview because there are a lot of people when we announced that there are a lot of people who asked us in our social media accounts to ask Fluke to do it live. He <laughs> so, did. Yeah. We, we, we had a chance to, to see him say, uh, so let him say Pidin. Uh, what was his show. reaction to that? Did he understand that it was iconic, or did you had to did you had to explain to him that yes. this is actually so iconic to fans? <laughs> did he know? Yes, he actually knew, he and did. he laughed when I asked him because we <laughs> we've done that in the segment which we call Tagalog, wherein we teach them Tagalog words. Yeah, and then that's the last thing that I let them say, or I let 
Luke said um, because um, I explained to him that we hear it a lot every time and then when he ever uh, when whenever he says it on screen we were we were like gushing for him so he he laughed because he knows that it's an iconic line for him and then he's he was just game for it and really said Pidin uh, live so all of the people in the zoom ch- uh, in the zoom call was shouting at the comment section if just if I just turn their microphones sure they're all shouting their hearts out love it. I love <laughs> it's memorable it. for me if you will ask me why is it memorable for me because it's the first right and live experience exclusive and at the same time because we don't have we as, as, as a right for those who bought the tickets we don't post it anywhere because it's their show it's for them so um we were shocked when we look at the trending topics on twitter it reached number four uh in thailand so we were just what it's an exclusive interview but it reached the number four spot and people were talking about it and how how successful the event was and for us in rp it's really magical so for me the second one if i may talk about it yeah <laughs> the second one is with bilkin and pp because that oh. trended number two yeah because um actually we had this partnership with one of the streaming platform here in the philippines we were fortunate enough to be trusted by brands who talks about of course this media who talks about um, BL already here in the Philippines. And we have a partnership with them, which is Pop TV. We are very grateful for Pop TV. Um, and we were just shocked when the the one that I talked to in Pop TV mentioned to me that you'll be having an interview with Dilkin and PP. And I was <laughs> like, what? Are you for real? Then he said, yes, it will be on... Uh, I, I forgot the date, Ali, but it will be next week. So I think only took us 24 hours or 48 hours to prepare for the show. And we were all like, of course, we were excited, but can we take the pressure as a team? Because we know for a fact that Bilkin and PP, that time they're they're told Sunset About You and I Promise You the Moon, is really a big hit. And And even now. And even now. And even now, they're but that time that's the peak of the, the entire buzz or the news about the, the the series that is really the coming out of age. And um we we mentioned to ourselves, can we do it? Can a PL community do it? Right. So uh, because there are two interviews in that day. The first interview, the first live interview is with ABS CBN, uh, with MJ Felipe. Um, he also interviewed Omenanon. Yeah. Uh, and then the next interview will be our interview, which is their yeah. final leg. Because for that day, they had the chance to meet with Philippine media, but it's an exclusive, like, uh, one-on-one um, interview with the Philippine media. But ours is a live show, so we have to put a lot of, like, effort to really bring out the best in our team because it's either we make it or we break it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and there's so much pressure, too, I think, because you guys are fans and we're also fans, right? So we are a part of our community that we talk to, which is very interesting. And I can't even – I can kind of imagine this is what kind of just happened with us with Omen and Nan. I'm really glad we're not live. uh, Yeah, I'm so glad (laughs) we're not live. 
But I remember we didn't have very much time between the time that Omen, you know, that GMMTV confirmed Omen Nanan for us. And we yeah. were, it, it was a pretty short time window between the time they said, okay, it's going to be on this day. And we were like, Okay. <laughs> All right. But yeah, there is like a huge pressure. You feel pressure because you represent the fans. Yeah. And so True. you un we at least for us, we understand we're representing not just Ayla and not just Beth Ann, yeah. but every single one of our listeners and every single and so I know I, I don't know if it's the same for y'all, but I and we both feel so much pressure that we have to do right by the fans. Yeah. We have to True. do them justice. And True, also, yeah. you know, just to share um, on what PJ says during our PKPP live, I was so nervous on that day, not because um, it's live, but because it's it's raining cats and dogs really yeah, heavy on that day. And I was so nervous, like, um, is my internet going to make it? Um, am I, what, is it going to go, like, out of the electricity, you know? It's very very it's so heavy rain and i'm so so nervous on that day and i just really pray like oh i need to do this we need to do this we need to get through this please let us pass this day without um having internet um connection cut like you know on that day i was so nervous and then after that day, i really just breathe deeply <laughs> <laughs> you know pigeons i'm so nervous because it's very it's really heavy here in our province and i'm so so thankful that we get to pass that day and that's also one of the um, memorable and unforgettable moments that we have <laughs> amazing yeah, and, I think, and i think the pressure behind having philippines in our name that puts a lot of pressure because we understand that we are not just representing Reich and Topini, but the philippines itself <laughs> and philippines fans are very like um very focused and that at that time because many are really watching us um during that entire live interview and we prepared early i think we woke up at around 7 a.m the interview yeah. at five because yeah. during that time we have two interviews 5 p.m for pk and pp and then by 8 p.m it will be with tong and mini of kin yeah. porsche theories oh. so i told everyone let's just get up early and then let's prepare for both interviews then of course we have to be on standby because anytime of the day we may we might be early when it comes to airing the show because of course we also want pk and tb to rest um early as well so uh, but luckily we started i think on time right ali so yeah um we were just pressured at that time because that's really a make or break for us uh, in RP. But uh, fortunate enough that we were able to pull out such an amazing show because at the end of the day, I reminded everyone that we are not doing this for ourselves. We are not doing this for Reagan Top in the Philippines. We are doing this for the fans. Yeah, and happy. really bridging the fans to their guest artists is our main goal and make them happy. Yeah, uh, that's happy. our one of our mission here in RP is to really make people happy because we believe that happy BL fans is equals to happy Rikens. <laughs> nice. So, so what would be your dream interview yeah. for you, James? For me, my dream interview would be with Mew and Golf. 
because yeah. I mentioned that um, they are our, um, it's my main ship. So I really want to ask them questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so about, many we questions. say that all the time. We're like, I have so many questions. So many questions. True. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I agree to that. Question um, to them. But of course, that's my dream interview. Um, as of the moment, we don't have yet the chance in Rank and Top in the Philippines, but hopefully soon uh, we'll have the chance to talk to me as well. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, Filipino fans and they're very focused. What we have found. So when we did uh, initially Game Boys, we were really shocked to have a bunch of Filipino fans kind of come to our channel and pay attention to the podcast and listen to what we were saying because we just hadn't experienced that before. And one thing we found was that Honestly, it was the nicest community. The, every, like every single person was so welcoming and just friendly and nice. And it it was a really great experience for us. Yeah. I think we, we say all the time that like the Filipino fan community is probably our favorite because it's just so welcoming. Yeah. At least yeah. that's been our experience. And so I'm really curious. Can you guys tell us more about just... Filipino culture in general like how would you describe your culture to Americans to to other Western fans that maybe don't oh. know too much about the country okay. about the culture <laughs> I think I'll be first we <laughs> um, for me if correct me if I'm wrong but the Philippines is a culture in which is Midwest um, the Filipino people have a distinct Asian background with a strong Western tradition. Um, the modern Filipino culture developed through influence from a lot of countries. Like we're engaging with Thailand, Cambodia, Korea, because, because here in our community in the BL world, we get to um, meet a lot and to discover a lot, right? So Filipino people tend to be very hospitable. Um, if I will um, describe it to an international fan, Filipino people tend to be very hospitable to every international fan. Also, um, what's more important to us is the family is the most important aspect of a Filipino culture because the family is the safest net for individuals, especially if you're like a visitor, we will not gonna treat you as a visitor. We're gonna treat you as one of our family member because Considering someone as your family member makes you comfortable, um, you're more than friends with us. And um, the warm love that the Filipino have for um, the other countries is, you know, is very obvious. <laughs> Just like what you said, it's very obvious. Like um, for me on my own, I think Filipinos are the best fans in the world, if I may say, <laughs> you know. And for me, that was how I... Um, describe the culture of the Philippines to every international fans. Yeah. Uh, I certainly agree with Ali when he mentioned that Filipinos are really hospitable. And I agree with him saying that um, our culture is um, East meets West. Because um, if you research the background of the Philippines or the history of the Philippines, we were colonized by several countries. So we have their cultures uh, in our tradition as of this day so um it's it's really about like uh, fans in the philippines are very supportive with each other but at the same time they are your best critics <laughs> so um that's why we said earlier during the the question about uh, bkpp um it's a, a lot of pressure for us because 
we can have positive comments from them if we do it right, but we can also get quick feedbacks from them if we don't do it right. So uh, that's how like supportive the Philippines is. And as you mentioned, you really love talking to them because they are so interactive. Uh, we are very warm and friendly because if if you visit the Philippines, as what Ali mentioned, if you are not from here, if you'll ask us where to eat, um, where to go, what places to visit, we might invite you actually to go with <laughs> us, right? So that's how hospitable we are. And we really want everyone to be comfortable, even though you're not from the Philippines. I love and, that. Um, and the family culture, as what Ali mentioned, is really tight, very close. I think we got it from the uh, when when the Spanish people colonize us because I can see it um, in their dramas as well that they have this tight bond with their family, and they have this like um, what do you call this? They they really care about their family and the well being of each family member. So that's how I describe the culture in the Philippines. And of course, aside from the culture, we had a lot, we have a lot of things to be, of course, proud of, like our uh, sites here in the Philippines and etc. I hope you come visit the Philippines soon. So yeah, it's on the list. It's on the top of our list. As <laughs> soon as it's safe to travel again. We yes. clearly are gonna be like just staying with you guys and you guys are gonna like sure. take us out to dinner, right? Like right. Wait, that James and Allie are y'all are gonna be our like tour guides, right? Yeah one of my yeah. one of my favorite dishes is adobo. I have one of my best Ooh. friends is Filipino and every time we're together she makes adobo and I like it's life changing, truly. Oh, if I may, True. if I may ask, um, what is specific adobo that um is your favorite? Is it chicken or is it pork? She makes pork. It's funny Whoa. because it's funny because in the states, it's hard to find the right cut of pork because you have to use, Correct. I think, pork butt is like her go-to. And so when I lived in South Jersey, she would come visit. And you're not going to find that cut of pork in South <laughs> Jersey. Uh, but when she came to visit me for Thanksgiving this past year, we went to like um, like this Asian supermarket and they literally had every cut of the pork that you could buy. And she like found the pork butt. And I think she made like two pounds of it and we like froze it. We also made... Um, <laughs> We also made like the spring rolls. Yeah, that that's my made. favorite. Shanghai. I forget the word. Yeah. Yes. Shanghai. So yes. I personally Shanghai. made them. She taught me. Oh, so I'm very impressed. Yes. So what is y'all's favorite food, Filipino food that you can share with fans? For me, oh, I must wow. agree with you. For me, it's adobo. I really yeah. love adobo. My mom cooks the best adobo ever. <laughs> so if you'll visit the Philippines, I'll bring you some. That's I'll let amazing. my mom cook it for you. So uh, that's my favorite. And aside from that, Sinigang, because um, it's like yeah. um, a very, uh, what? how do I describe it even, Ali? Yeah, it's describe like, it to us. Because right when, the reason we ask this question is when you watch like the, the shows, the BLs, you see them eating all this food and you don't know what it tastes like. So tell Ooh. us, what is it and what so, does it taste like? That's what we're dying to know. For Sinigang, it's, I think, sour. It's very best um, viand when it, it's pouring rain. You know, um, the hot soup that you have on the table, the hot rice. Whenever you eat it, um, the taste of sour soup really just made your heart full. Like whenever you, like that, it's like, <laughs> 
heaven, uh-huh. heaven feels. It also can be a chicken or pork, but it's best with pork. And it comes with um, some green leafy vegetables um, like kangkong. Um, oh, I think you can also have fish on that sinigang. It's the best when it's raining or um, for me, when I was sick before, when I was a child, that was my go-to um, soup. That was my grandmother will always give me when whenever I am sick. It's sinigang. So it's sour. It's very, oh. so good on the mouth. Oh, I'm watering right now. <laughs> <laughs> we made you hungry. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so as for me, my favorite Filipino food, my all-time favorite Filipino food is suwam mais. Yeah? Ooh. It's a dish here in our province. I think it's not, um, whenever I ask my um, friends from my Manila, they are not familiar with it. So I'm also not familiar in- with it, Ali. Oh, so Look, will... everybody's learning something now. <laughs> okay, I will tell you about my favorite food. It's it is a kapangpangan soup made of a fresh um native white corn with a shrimp, chicken or pork and leafy vegetables in it. It's also known as um ginisang mais. So it's a corn or sinabawang mais. In other regions of the country that they will call it sinabawang mais. Um, th- but did you know th- it is also best paired with blue mackerel scad with some mm-hmm. vinegar as your dip. So imagine um, uh, eating some corn soup with a Filipino twist. It's very chef's kiss. Oh, oh my gosh. I, love I it. know. Ali should be like head of tourism for the Philippines. You really should. I feel like you... I want to get on a plane right now and we're... go visit. We recently okay, discovered. Your... <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're as soon as it's safe, the Philippines first stop. Yeah. But we recently discovered in the city that we live, there's this little like Filipino part of town and there's a Jollibee there. But apparently, there's also like a specifically a Filipino supermarket and a few other Filipino restaurants. We haven't been yet, but because we recently discovered it, because we were like, we need to go to the Jollibee. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we just, because it's all there, and we were like, okay, we have to come back now. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Jollibee food? That's a really hard question. I think, I, okay, I will say the most interesting food that I, I I didn't like at first, but then it grew on me was the spaghetti because it's Ooh, so different. Yeah. I was so, like, it was confusing okay. for me. <laughs> the first time I ate it, I was like, I don't know about this. But then I found myself going back because we, we ordered like kind of, it comes in kind of a big tray. Mm-hmm. And, but I found myself going back and eating more. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe, oh, okay. All right. For, for us in the Philippines, the spaghetti is actually a kid's meal. That's oh. why. It's I have child's taste. It's fine. That I'm track. young. I, I'll take it as you're calling me young. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because um, kids really love sweets here in the Philippines. We have the sweet tooth as well uh, here in the Philippines. So we love sweets. So we are sweet as well as a person. <laughs> but um. Kidding aside, um, the the taste profile of the spaghetti is really patterned to the Filipino palate. That's why I think some of the uh, people outside our country is sometimes confused because they are used to the other type of spaghetti. <laughs> but ours is uh, quite different. The sauce is 
the one driving the sweetness and at the yeah. same time the cheese. Yeah, it was it was so it was an interesting experience. But I was like, oh, maybe. Oh, OK. It, yeah, it was one of those like shocking things that yeah, it was like- I haven't had much Jollibee. We actually went in New York City. Uh, we were looking for dessert. And I think we had like the purple something or other. It was something purple. Hello, I don't hello. know. Hello, hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I haven't eaten like the general food there. So when we go try it, we'll definitely have to like check yes. those things out. Yeah, and okay. if you visit, and if you visit the Philippines, since I'm from Jollibee, anything on the menu, just say it to me, then I'll buy it for you. <laughs> okay. It's perfect on C James. <laughs> yes, we Love apparently that. have made best friends. Best friends. That's like the goal yes. of our show is to become best. We friends. just want to make friends with people. Yeah. <laughs> is our whole thing. I love it. Uh, so okay. Let's talk about some stuff that gets maybe lost in translation when we watch Filipino shows. Because so for me, and this has been so ex- interesting for me as an experience and, you know, not to harp on Game Boys, but we do have a, a deep love for Game Boys. <laughs> when when you watch Game Boys, the series, they say this word, shout out. As like a joke, like, like, oh, I'm just joking. I probably pronounced that wrong. I'm sorry. I do my best. <laughs> um, and I didn't know until I watched Game Boys the movie and there's a plot point in the movie where one of the characters, Gabrielle, sa- says the word and his aunt says, you can't say that somebody might think you're gay. And I was like, this whole time I just watched, I was watching the show and I just thought it meant joke. Like I just thought, oh, I learned this, you know, Tagalog word and that's cool. <laughs> and so I'm really curious to know you guys as Filipinos, what are some things that you think are like that that maybe get lost in translation for the international fans in terms of context when watching Pinoy BLs? So uh, I'll answer first the, okay, the okay. Chagot thing, right? Then Ali, you can also explore that what get, gets lost in translation. So basically, Chagot is a Filipino slang here in the Philippines, often used by um, the, the LGBTQ plus community or the gays. So they have this, what they call as the Becky language, wherein they always, like, for example, if they say that they are hungry, they say Tom Jones and things like that. So they often change the way they say things. Uh, and then Chagot is part of that. It means just kidding. But for us right now, Chagot is being used even not just by gay people, but Almost all of the Filipinos yeah. right now. But of course, as what it portrayed uh, in, in the Game Boys, the movie, that the aunt of um, the character really mentioned that some maybe some someone will tell you you're gay. Because old people are the 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 you know the the older ones <laughs> are not yet open to the conversation because yeah. again they're still conservative. But most people nowadays even my friends who are straight people um, say chagot when it, or char. That's the that's the that's the shorter term of chagot. So we we say that like it it's not something very it's not a taboo word. So yeah, uh, we just say it. So I think there's nothing wrong with saying chagot for me, Ali. Yeah. For me, just to add to patience, I definitely agree with him. It was like um, those um, old people that we have here in the Philippines are the ones who really um it's so hard for them to really explain what is this and what is that because um they always have that in their mindset like that's what you said um some people might think you're gay but 
for me, it's already 2022. And I think everyone should be open to this kind of conversation and also be welcome to what our topic is, you know, like the new words, the new trend, you'll be on that because um, we're not gonna be always here in our world so i say like yolo i just you only live once just enjoy things and enjoy learning new things so i think that every time that you watch pinoy bill it's actually the real happenings in the philippines like the real um scenarios that we're always facing but just like what i said it's already 2022 so why not learn new things and just accept that love is love and love is meant to be shared and to be shown by everyone right <laughs> and just to add right so whenever someone just said oh you're gay for saying this oh you're gay for dressing like that but it's just who you are expressing yourself right um it doesn't mean that you wore a dress you're already gay but it's how like you portray yourself or just to express what you're feeling right now right so like whenever someone is cursing you like that oh don't do this don't do that um instead of fighting them back let's just educate them because i believe that educating people will make our community even more better than to make it more toxic um to the other fans or to the other people so i think yeah that's what i also learned to p james and also staying with rp it's also to educate the people and not to fight them back with an immature manner right be professional be matured just educate them on what you know that will help them understand because i believe that those people who really bash you who really throw shades on you um there i think something is missing in their daily life and that is like respect happiness love <laughs> but for me as under the LGBTQIA plus community and staying with RP, I, I said that let's just spread love, um, give love to those people who really need it and to understand where are we coming from because that's exactly what we need to do because I believe that love is the most powerful armor that we have on our daily lives and also to stay positive on our life, not in COVID, <laughs> but in our life and our vibes. Stay positive on your life, not in COVID. Okay, so stay safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think we've seen that, like, with the rise of these shows and the popularity worldwide that you guys have seen, too, with Raikin Topani growing as much as it has. I mean, I feel like that's the main the main conversation is that it's it's nice to see stories being told about love and there's no box that they're putting it in. It can look any different way. It can be explored in many different formats. So I think that's such an important conversation to have. And it's it's interesting to see in lots of different cultures around lots of different things. So Moving on, you guys have announced a fan gathering for 2022, which, oh my gosh, we're oh my so gosh. jealous. We need to come. <laughs> Maybe this is our trip to the Philippines. Maybe. Maybe. As soon as it's safe, we are piecing <laughs> out and going to Asia and going to all of Asia because you guys have all the things going on. So what are you most excited about about this fan gathering and bringing the boys to the fans and the fans to the boys? In real life. <laughs> 
Oh, I think Bijos will answer it first. <laughs> Look You're at your so screen. I can see you, James. You are so excited. Yeah. Yes, actually. Uh, we are very excited to finally bring uh, to our Rikens what we call as the Rikens Fan Con. Uh, it's the biggest um, and grandest gathering of BL fans here in the Philippines. Um, it's a three-day event, actually. Uh, it's a three-day event wherein all fans will have this interactions, a concert. Um, it's a it's a jump pack event, and one of the one of the things that we will be doing in the fan con is to let fans um, talk to the people behind the scenes. We've invited writers, directors as well for a, a forum about the BL industry itself and that's something that I'm excited about because I want to also inform fans to be responsible fans as well and of course educate them on what is really going on uh, in the BL industry and for us very important and of course have fun with each other we've prepared a lot of activities for the fans wherein they will be able to experience what other people will experience um, in Thailand so we have the star and moon competition for fans clubs um yeah. <laughs> we will be also having the welcome dinner with the guest artist. Imagine yourself having dinner with your favorite favorite BL actor. So there are 54 uh, BL actors that will be going here in the Philippines from all wow. over the world. So fun. Really excited. Yeah. And I love that this is a new thing that's happening because these sort of cons, usually we see in like, Ali, you're a K-pop fan, so you know this. We see this for K-pop, right? And we see this for yeah. these like big movements. And so I love that like BL is this big movement now, yeah. right? It's so cool. Yeah, and um, I think it's a uh, it's a uh, also again it's a pressure for us in American Top in the Philippines if we will be able to pull it off. But again, we're glad to to have partners who will help us um, yeah. really establish this uh, event, and we are very positive that it will draw a lot of fans together because again the 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 event is all about convening everyone, and of course um, like enjoying everyone's company, and uh, we are excited for this experience and. Um, we are just more than fortunate enough to be trusted as well with the, the artists for, for them to be in our event. So uh, we are we are to announce the event soon, who, who will be the guest artist. Yeah. And I'm sure you will also be shocked because some of the guest artists you have already talked to. So... Um, <laughs> hints, hints, dropping hints. <laughs> So, so I'm sure that you'll be excited when you we we will finally reveal the show to everyone. And, and so, when when can listeners expect that? What when should they be looking at the the social media and all the places? Ooh, um, I think by February we are already we will already start releasing the list of names uh, of the show. But the the ticket selling will start by March. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. So last but not least, and we've talked about this a little bit already. We love when y'all teach some Tagalog to the actors. So can you teach us some fun phrases? We will do our best. We are always trying to learn languages. 
So we're going to do yeah, our best. I've pulled a few lyrics from like Zach Tabudlo songs. Like, oh, whoa. I have a full, I have a bunch of Zach Tabudlo songs memorized. I'm obsessed whoa. with Zach Tabudlo. <laughs> Truly obsessed with this man. I would when my friend from the Philippines came to visit me for Thanksgiving, I would just look at her and go, Buso Iyong Iyo. <laughs> you know, the things you, you know learn. from Young Yo. I have all of Nangangamba memorized. <laughs> so I can say the words, but like I have no idea what they yeah, mean. No so clue. we're hoping you guys can teach us some words and then we'll actually know what they mean. Yeah. All right, Ooh. so for for this segment, this particular <laughs> segment, the expert, of course, for the Rikel Live experience, because we have divided the segments uh, to ourselves, me and Ali. So it's Ali who often do this uh, in the show. So Ali, go for it. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I have a few here prepared for this because I know that um, learning some language is a way of being fun or keeping yourself busy, right? So... This is very popular in the Philippines, which means long live. So whenever you come to the Philippines, this is what you're always going to hear every day. So it's Mabuhay. 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 Yeah. But we also do it with a hand gesture, which is Mabuhay. Oh, my gosh. Mabuhay. Mabuhay. Love it. You know? like How did we do? Like competing in a Miss Universe, like you will say, Mabuhai. Like that. Okay, oh, we are 100% so, just going to walk around the house and say that from now on. Mabuhai. Yeah. So, so whenever you go, when you will go here in the Philippines, for example, we'll meet at the airport. The first <laughs> thing that you're, you're, you're going to say to us is, Mabuhai. Mabuhai. Yes. When we Mabuhai. meet at the fan gathering, yeah. we're going to walk in and we're going to say, Mabuhai. Mabuhai. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Mabuhai. Okay. Love so it. for the next one, it means happy. Happy. Okay. So in the Philippines, if you want to say happy, you'll say, Masaya. 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 But you will. Gonna say it in a fast manner. Masaya. 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 Yeah. It means happy. It means like you're happy. Masaya. Masaya. Okay. So can I see those beautiful smiles whenever you say masaya in one? Masaya. Okay. Masaya. We're, we're really excited all the time. We're masaya. We're masaya. <laughs> Yes, we're always Masaya, and I can see that, and I can feel it here in the Philippines. <laughs> okay, so for the next one, this is how we say, I love all of you. Okay, so it's Mahal Ko Kayo. Mahal Ko Kayo. Yeah, it means I love all of you. Mahal Ko Kayo. Yeah, Mahal Ko Kayo. 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 Yeah. So you, you can Kho also say Kayo. it to your you can also say it to your listeners like hey to our listeners just always remember Mahal Kokayo. It means like yeah, I love true. all of you. Nice. Mahal Kokayo. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. I cannot hey, wait to say have more Pinoy actors on now. We're just gonna say yeah. all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one more. I'll just say it um together, okay? In one, two, three, go. Mahal ko kayo. Wow. Yes. But wait, because you know, 
we really, really love our Rikens and we dedicate our success to them. So can we just say, Mahal ko kayo Rikens? Yes. Yes. Mahal ko kayo Rikens. Yeah. Okay. So for the next one, it's this is very helpful whenever you meet your Filipino friends. Okay, so this is how you say, how are you, to them. So you will say, kumusta? 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 Like, how are you? Oh, this is so easy for me. I speak Spanish. And so in Spanish, como esta? So, kumusta? It's just like a little different, like... Yeah. Actually, it's like from the Spanish. It's, you know, as what I mentioned earlier, we were colonized by the... Spaniard people before, so it's in our culture. Yeah, kumusta? Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Love it. <laughs> so kumusta? And for the next word, this is how you describe yourself. Um, it is beautiful. Okay, so in Filipino we say maganda. 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 Maganda means beautiful. And you're maganda. Both of you are maganda. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But if you um, will say say it directly to yourself, like I am beautiful, you will say maganda ako. Maganda ako. Look in yeah, the mirror. It's, it's gonna be our mantra. Yes. Maganda ako. Okay. Okay. Let's do it again in um together. Okay. One, two, three, go. Maganda ako. Yes, we agree. Amazing. I think I just want to have a weekly call with Ali where he just like tells me I'm beautiful and teaches me to love love myself. Okay, I have a question. I have a question about kumusta, right? Because you know how like in English, if we were to say like how are you, it could be flirty. Like you could be flirting with someone, right? You could be like Hey, how are hey, you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> right? Hey. So, is it the same? Like, could you like, could you use that to flirt with someone? So, like, let's say we have a Pinoy actor on the podcast, <laughs> and you throw a little pickup line out there. The dream one day is to have Kahoy on the show, Kahoy and when he logs it. on, we got to be able to, we, we got to be, be able, able to put like, it on. You know. <laughs> okay, so I think you're just gonna alert. Flirt with your expression, with your face, like, that's what I wanted to That eyebrow movement and the smirk on the side, like, that's why I keep laughing because there is one way to say it actually that is flirty because we have this. We have this thing in the Philippines wherein we replace all of the vowels with letter E just to make it sound flirty. So it would be. Kemiste, like that. You will replace it with letter E. Kemiste ke. How are you? Kemusta ka? So instead of saying kemusta ka, you will say kemiste ka, and then you'll do like that. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I'm obsessed with this. It feels like you're. It feels like you're melting while talking to that specific person. Yeah. Kemiste. I am obsessed with this. This is my new favorite word. Okay. Can you? Can you? Can you say like? Chemistry. Chemistry. 
<laughs> Actually, like, all of the words, for like, example, if you're speaking to your crush and then you will you will talk to your crush, all of the words you will just change it into vowel, uh, the vowel to letter E. Then it's here in the Philippines, it will sound flirty. I love it. <laughs> so interesting. And here's why because I love throwing random stuff like that into interviews. I don't know if y'all do this too, because so, for example, with Om and Nanan. Uh, casual <laughs> nanan was being very cool he's being a very cool boy and so i threw a little like pickup line out at him Ooh. and he cracked up and he started laughing right because yeah. it was like i was obviously joking and so i'm really excited to try this tactic on the next pinoy actor <laughs> we get and now that i have the words yes very oh, remember that remember that yes. <laughs> yeah it's I gonna be amazing that. that's amazing okay i feel like we should end on that note because we truly should. that was the most incredible lesson language le learning lesson culture lesson it has been such a pleasure to talk to you guys and to get to know Reiki and Topani philippines more and to get to know you guys more our favorite hosts of truly some of the best bl related fan content out there uh so People should definitely go follow you guys. Where can they follow you guys? Oh, we're almost in every platform. Um, we have uh, Facebook, uh, Rake and Top in the Philippines, and YouTube is still Rake and Top in the Philippines. Our Instagram uh, and our TikTok account is at Rake and Top in the Philippines. And of course, we also have our Twitter and our Kumu app, which is uh, in the Philippines, a streaming platform in the Philippines. So it's at Rake and Top in the PHL. So that's where they can follow us. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for being here with us today. And if you're listening along with us, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and keep up with all things Let's Talk BL at Let's Talk BL. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye thank you. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs>